goodness hello welcome back finally to a new and improved episode of uh i've even forgotten what we're called a the eta zelda podcast with us the super martin brothers hi martin hi martin oh it's been way too long what a long week that was what a long week yeah it feels like more than a week since we did episode t yeah it feel this feels a bit like when it is a week on a a series of a show finishes, and it's a, a week has passed in the show, but yeah. all the actors have visibly aged. Oh yeah, I, know I feel like mean. I've visibly aged since I last spoke to you. And some of the characters from the last episode of the first season didn't sign new contracts, and they've been replaced, <laughs> like in yeah. Back to the Future. Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. You look so different now. You've aged and you look different. And I saw yeah, you just... much more affordable. <laughs> I'm going to have to challenge that comment, Martin. Girlfriends, you can't put a price on a good girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Marty. So how's it been with you, Martin? Yeah, it's all right. I'm trying to think of uh, what, what's been happening. What's been happening? Well... Saw so, yeah. Tuckered. I think lot. we were just tuckered from tea, weren't we? Tuckered, yeah. And now we've got the the unfinished you episode. Yeah. Well, I suppose um, on the fallout from tea, um, in news and messages this week, um, yeah. I read quite a sad article, and it was written like an article. Just popped up in my newsfeed, probably because of all of the turtles research they were doing. Okay. Ninja Turtles, and um, there will be some spoiler alerts uh, in 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 the news section. It's it's a Turtles news section. Okay. Um, um, how about this? I read this, and this is what it said. This is like a news article. Teenage mutant Ninja Turtles heroes in a half shell have died at age thirty eight. And then it went on. It went on to read, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are no more. Following the deaths of Leonardo Raphael and Donatello under mysterious circumstances at the hands of the successor of their archenemy, the Shredder, the remaining brother, Michelangelo, has died avenging their deaths. And it went on to like talk about the story and stuff. Um, what so, is this? I mean, this is the comic books have continued all the way from the from the 80s. I and mean, this okay. is the sort of the the lineal narrative that's happened so they've just been aging martin they've and yet they're still called teenage well i don't know if they ever called themselves that did they i suppose turtles live to about 200 so maybe you could be in your 30s and be a teenage turtle maybe yes that's in, in very clever mm. so and there was also some some nerd um because you know the turtles are sort of a bit human formish. Well, something yeah. to do with the mix-up of the, the ooze means that there's teenage DNA in the ooze. So they have teenage characteristics more long-term. So, okay. so that, was, that was one nerd's take on it. 
So some some uh, teenage DNA got into the uh... <laughs> into the sewers. That's no surprise, is it? <laughs> I'm going to have to watch rewatch the scenes of that film again. Okay. Oh, <laughs> gross! <laughs> All those socks floating down the, uh, <laughs> the sewer. Uh, the other uh, bit of news. What a what an intro. Okay. So yeah. that's quite sad, isn't it? Do you think that's it is sad. That's quite sad that not only are the teenage mutant ninja turtles all thirty eight, uh, they're all dead. Yeah, that's very sad. Well, you'd think they're all dead, but Martin, I looked at one of these comics um, on, on the internet, and I had to take a double look because there was five turtles in one of the covers. Five turtles. Okay. One of them had a yellow yeah. bandana. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not making this up. This is true. <laughs> More spoiler alerts. <laughs> if you're planning on reading all the comics or something like that, there is a fifth turtle. Yeah, called, Power Rangers, yeah. Called Jenica. Jenica? Yeah, it's a yellow, a yellow bandana turtle. And it's a girl turtle. Okay, yeah. is Jenica an artist? No. Nope. Of some kind? No. Nope. Oh. Because Jenica is the real name of a Japanese ninja from Japan, the foot soldier section, okay? Basically, in a nutshell, uh, she got very poorly and probably in the sewers somewhere. And Donatello, because he's clever, he is also a surgeon. He did some life-saving surgery on Jenica. Uh, but needed blood transfusion. So uh, I think Raphael or Leonardo donated a couple of pints of blood, mutant blood, and that then a turned the human foot soldier into a turtle. The side effects of the life-saving surgery and transfusion. Right. So they were a human before, and then they... they and, and she does look quite similar so it's pretty crazy, pretty crazy yeah, tale. Yeah. So she survives, and the those ones are dead. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't looked into any more, uh, but you know the four that you knew and loved, they're all dead. And that's that's the, the turtles' news. On reflection, it's very sad. It's very sad. But if I could cheer you up with one last thought, um, in terms of the turtles, because it's good to have these things in threes. You know, the mm -hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle writing, don't you think it's weird that the turtle's writing is what appears to be muscles? <laughs> I never thought about it until this week. You know where it says... Sorry, the, what do you mean? To the logo, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle's logo. Ah. Yeah, the writing is all, is all like veiny remember. and muscly. Veiny. It's just like <laughs> muscly letters. <laughs> How was how was okay. how was that not censored? <laughs> I just think what what is that? A load of body parts, muscly body parts have just formed the word turtles. Yeah, it's just because they are very muscly themselves. They are muscly, but I don't know of any other muscle-based like boxing. They never go oh join the Friday night boxing boxing. They never have boxing in muscly writing do they no, but they'd have it in like explosion it would yeah explosions. explode onto the, and that's you know they wouldn't just 
make the letters muscly. <laughs> well, anyway, I just thought... It's, it's, I'm someone... glad that you assumed that it was muscle. I mean, you saw um, some very veiny lettering and you thought, muscle, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, I'm okay, glad. organ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, muscly. Throbbing hmm. muscly. Organ. It might not be that. It might be something else. But I think that's what it is. And I'd like to... I just yeah, haven't noticed. I've seen mutation. that logo a million times. It's true. I never thought yeah. about that. Yeah. That is all the Turtles news for this week. That is. That's a lot. And there Random isn't any other news. You <laughs> might call it unnecessary. Ooh. Or unrelevant. Hey, Martin, what colour, if, if, if yellow is taken up, yeah. what Turtles bandanas would the Martins be if we had Ninja Mutant Blood transfusions? Oh, yeah. Um, there'd be a, a sort of a beige one. Yeah, a kind of brown. Sort of brown, yeah. But not, not too strong a brown. A kind of... Corduroy? Uh, would you just say corduroy yeah. <laughs> fabric material? Yeah. And of, uh, what weapon would you have, do you think? Um, probably a, a Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> I might have a broom. A broom? <laughs> or a dustpan and brush. But yeah. like made into a bit more of a weapon. Yeah. Um, These would all work. Character trait. I'm going through like top trumps, kind of. Always, always kind of, instead of pizza, it's like the dandelion burdock kind of oh uh, yeah i love it i love fizzy pop martin angelo stop going on about the dandelion and burdock you'll get some when you're finished but, <laughs> but maybe yeah but you wouldn't be going on would you because you're so mild-mannered you'd be like splinter i've done uh, three hours of meditating like you said but you'd still be going on uh, you wouldn't be do- going on about it angrily but you would be going on about it just be mu- yeah muttering yeah, i suppose, well, I suppose we'd, we'd usually had my dandelion burdock by now anecdotes as well rather than attitude and like awesome we'd be going let me tell you an anecdote yeah <laughs> you know the ending of the turtles where someone makes a joke and they all laugh to fade out it would be like that but just with an anecdote and all the other turtles looking bored and just, just listening so anyway about that time a, fade, a proper fade out martin yeah that's good. Oh, we'll maybe try and get some of the uh, the, the Ninja Martins <laughs> mocked up. <laughs> well, we might as well because clearly there's 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 a job going for three turtles by the sounds of it to fill the. There's good. There's a vacancy. The old roles. So we'll, I love we'll going for a job where there's loads of vacancies. Yeah. You know, because then you're not all hankering for one job. Yeah. You know, there might be twenty jobs or so. You know, I mean, it is very disappointing when you don't get those jobs. Yeah. But, you know. You're in, you stand a good chance. Funny how uh, I, I never get a job that I'm custom made for. You know, you just read it and you go, oh, my God, this is just perfect for my exact range of skills and experience. And that's usually the one that, well, don't even hear, don't even hear back about. Yeah. But maybe that's because everyone else also reads the job and thinks that, who knows. Maybe that's just a fun job, like a... a mattress tester. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> mattress I, tester. That's the one I didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again. Uh that's all the news, Martin. 
Uh, but right. questions, though. Re readers' questions. Okay. Um, letters, questions. We'll refer to them as letters, even though it's not coming that way. Well. This question has come from Pete in Spain, and he says, yeah. three in one games, what's the deal? And it's a three-part question. <laughs> and who would win in a fight? Mega Games 1, 2, or 3. And should they now release a Mega Games games collection featuring all the Mega Games games? <laughs> OK. <laughs> Great question, Pete. Thank, thank uh, you, Pete. Do you remember, Martin, Mega Games? Uh, they were like the really. three in one. Uh, so I can answer Pete's question first of all, his first question. Three in one games, what's the deal? Three for the price of one. That's yeah, the deal. That so Mega the Games, deal. they had, um, they well, usually had sort of like, um, like a kind World of World Cup Tele ninety was almost on all of them. No, okay. these are like Sega ones that they've they've bunched in. Okay. Uh, no, I do remember Atari Classics or something like that. Yeah, oh, I did Mega write games. them down, but they were, they've they've gone. So Mega Games. If I tell you the titles of Mega Games. There, it's almost like there's only one good one in the pack of three. Yeah. Maybe they came with consoles when they first came out, so it looked like you got comes with three games. Yeah. And one of them's Columns, one of them's World Cup Italia '90, and one of them's like something half decent like a Golden yeah. Axe. Uh, Mega Games One. Yeah, it's a bit like Mega um, Games One like is a... Super Hang On. World Cup Italia 90 and Columns. Bloody hell. Columns, right. So, uh, Mega Games 2. I think Mega Tech Games 2 is quite good. I think we've got Mega Games 2, Martin, is uh, Shinobi, Streets of Rage and Golden Axe. That's quite a good Mega Games. And Mega Games 3 is... Drumroll. Alien Storm, Super Thunderblade, and Super Monaco Grand Prix. Oh yeah, remember Super Monaco Grand Prix? Mm. <laughs> yeah, not a good game. So, um, so second question: Who would win in a fight? Which is the best game out of those, Martin? Uh, none. Probably. They would all punch themselves out and just be leaning on the ropes. No one. That's... I don't think anyone can deliver a knockout blow in that contest. Would it change your mind if I told you what they're called in America? Maybe. Um, it is called Triple Score. Triple Score! Okay. That's a better name, isn't it? Yeah. By Miles. Uh, although, if I got any one of those carts with those three games on, I would not shout Triple Score and punch the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Americans are really good at that, actually, like um, pumping stuff up. That's something that you can just tell. Like uh, we watched like a, a British film last night, and it was it was so um, so much slower. You just it just made us think of how um, Americans just know how to kind of cut out the the waffle. Like um, yeah, yeah. There was this one one scene where he he finds like a secret a secret room in this place, and it's there's like a hook that um, he unhooks to sort of start getting it. And then he still can't open the cabinet. 
and there's another hook down lower and he unhooks that and i was like why was that second hook necessary if this was an american film the first hook would have been all you needed whereas we had to see the whole minute of film of him just going oh well that, that seems to have it's more realistic yeah that is probably what it would be there would be two hooks hold, hiding your secret door and he's like oh that's still true. not quite enough to get through the door here. Uh, yeah, but I think that's what 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 maybe they would call when they haven't got time to do real character development. It's sort of character development, like oh, he's thorough. Yeah, we don't have right. to do anything else to show he's thorough. Apart from yeah. that, they, they then know. Oh, I wouldn't have looked for the second hook, <laughs> but he did. He did, but it did. Sometimes the, the American stuff is too much action and stuff happening and then the british stuff is just too much a bit like our show too much nattering too much mild-mannered we don't need to see the two characters making a cup of tea and sitting down <laughs> get on with the action oh martin but martin should make a, a hybrid they should make like a a british american transatlantic sort of style not so boring yeah. But a touch of mild-manneredness. And maybe American baddies and English goodies. Ooh, has that ever happened? Never. That's a really good question. All our, all our listeners, have you ever seen... Actually, no, it does sometimes happen. Maybe in an English show. Yeah, I'm, I don't mean an English show. Has it ever happened in Hollywood that the English is the goodie... Probably I've come to save the day. Hugh Grant Never. was in a couple of Hollywood ones, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he in one gangster one? Yeah, but oh. I would want the I would want the goodie to have that baddie English voice. They're usually a bit more ah, likable, aren't they? Jeremy Irons kind of Hmm <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Um to answer um, Pete's third question, would there be a better yeah, something along the lines of should they make a a mega games compilation of all the mega games? Well, Pete, you're in luck because it it did actually happen. They made mega. They jumped straight from Mega Games three to Mega Games six in America, known as Six Pack, okay. and that featured six games. And rather than give you six different games, it was just Mega Games 1 and 2 wow. on one cartridge. <laughs> yeah. And they did different parts that were, like, scrambled up. So if you collected all of those, you probably had Golden Axe about eight times. Yeah. See, again, the Americans win their six-pack. That is a great title. You could have that yeah. in muscly, veiny Mus six-pack <laughs> lettering as well, couldn't you? That would be the box just all muscly, muscly writing on. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and certainly for Pete, he seems to be a massive fan of the Mega Games collections. Yeah. He should invest in that because, um, you know, it's, it's clearly close to his heart. Yeah. But that is, and that's, that's all the questions for this week, Martin. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Martin. Uh, well, that's great. We should probably actually get on get on with our job, Martin, which is to uh, yeah talk about games from uh, 
the relevant letter. So oh, yes. maybe we should play A to Zelda. A to Zelda. Okay, so right. I... Oh. 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 After you, sir. Because <laughs> I think you're going first this week, aren't you? Were you on the, the I was Genesis? I just about to say that, actually, before you butted in. I will go first because I've got the Sega... The, the Sega Genesis. Sega. Yeah. That's what they say in America, isn't it? Sega. Do they? Yeah. I see, that's worse. You have a point to the British there. Sega, that's not good. Sega, that sounds like it should be... That sounds more dramatic. Yeah. In fact, but, in the titles, because it's the Genesis, which is again... Sega. Sega, like Sega Mega Drive. That's like, that sounds much cooler. Maybe not. Maybe it depends on where... I would, I'd be interested to know what the Japanese, how they pronounce Sega. If you're a Japanese person, or you speak Japanese, or you know someone who's said Sega and they're Japanese, then write to us in a letter and tell us how it's pronounced. Can you give us an artistic interpretation of how that would sound, Martin? The letter? The Japanese pronunciation of... Um... But I can't. That's the missing piece of the puzzle, Martin. Okay. <laughs> it's just a test. A racism test. <laughs> Okay, that's what I see. I was trying to vouch for authenticity, and then you you slid a trap in there. Yeah. To get us, you know, we'd both get cancelled. Yeah. We would, <laughs> it would be worth it. <laughs> it would be, you shouldn't try and trip me up like that. You're tripping us both. It's like a three-legged race here. Yeah. Um, right, so uh, Sega Mega Drive, the letter U, I would say, if I had to describe... The Sega games, I would, I would, I would go you for ungraded, because there was a few, a few games that, uh, you know, were a bit out there that probably can't don't qualify. Like um, there was a game called Ultra Core, yeah, which was originally known as Hardcore, that I thought was pretty cool. It's got really good music. It's like a run and gun game. It feels quite modern. Um, it was one of those games that was 90% done in 1994, and then they finished it off in 2019 as an unofficial release. I think yeah. you can play it on Switch and PlayStation 4, but you it, it wasn't released on the Mega Drive, so... I heard about doesn't that. doesn't count. Yeah, I heard that a little a play. It's a shame that's it's not going to be on your list, is it? That would have probably been my best game. Really? <laughs> or up there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But we can't count uh, I liked it, and I never heard of it before. So I'm excluding it, I think, because I think we've excluded other stuff. Similar. Maybe. There was that, like, a you know, telephone um, game. <laughs> we I, I had a play of that, because I saw that you'd flagged it as a good game, and I do find it weird with those games. It happens all the time. Um, you're in a sort of environment that's obviously hostile. Everything's shooting at you. There's like ceiling-mounted guns shooting at you. There's um, yeah. There's like robot flying bugs that shoot you or whatever, and baddies. Yeah. Uh, so the place you're in obviously doesn't want you there, and yet you can use the the lifts perfectly. All the kind <laughs> of lifts and teleporters are perfectly functional. In this so very high-tech environment. Yeah. I'll just shut that down. 
and then send a few baddies to the room that you're stuck in. Turn the lights uh, off as well. Yeah. Anyway. Stop leaving those chests full of power-ups as well around. Yeah, that's... that's He's true. using those to great advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, um, we need so... to sort this out. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> so that's disqualified, but yeah, check out Ultra Core. Um, it would definitely be in my top five. It's reminding me a bit of like Alien 3 in terms of gameplay and controls. It's pretty sweet, sweet yeah. music, but cheated because they've had like 20 years to develop that. Uh, so it's outside of the golden era, really. Yeah. Uh, then another pretty hard game. This is why it's like you for ungraded is that most of these games are pretty tough yeah there's a korean this isn't a pick but it was also a really hard game a korean game called like uzo kyabuxion and it, it, i'm mentioning it because it might be the hardest game ever made okay <laughs> it's like one hit and you're dead and from the first moment there's loads of stuff just firing at you okay uh, and it's set in the year 2020 so um but my first actually i'm not going to go with that one because it's probably oh no i will because the the theme i've going is is difficulty there's a the next game is a japan only title from 1989 called undead line oh yeah which i thought that's a pretty cool name for a game they always get it right with the names uh and a couple of summary bits uh i thought uh I read, no version of this game has ever left Japan. This game is noted for its exceptional high difficulty. <laughs> so that's like the first thing you read when you hear about it. Uh, and, I, and then I read like the storyline, like what would be on the back of the box. And even the game story has an exceptionally high difficulty when it comes to understanding it. In the beginning, the world was inhabited by gods and giants who yeah. fought over which race would rule. To win, the giants created four living weapons who were so fearsome and effective, both sides lost. <laughs> I think, so, so what, <laughs> and it goes on, but I just thought, that doesn't make any sense. No. Maybe we'll, we'll get it translated or something. But, but it's a great game. It's really hard, but they do let you have six zones that you can choose from the beginning. So you'll die very soon, but at least you get six different environments to to die almost instantly it's like a a shooter game you know where you're an airplane that kind of shooter game but actually you're a person that is just sort of being pushed by the screen forwards so that was pretty cool yeah. like a walking human instead of a spaceship and it's uh, a bit golden axy in terms of style but it's insanely difficult uh, but quite fun and pro gamers out there should try it but that's uh, that's undead line isn't it interesting that um, a game for the just the general Japanese public uh, needs to be, if you're not from Japan, you need to be a pro gamer to compete. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I whizzed through the next few because they're, they're fairly known quantities, really. Uh, we've got Mortal Kombat or Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. That's in there. But by default, it's 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 half decent, I suppose, because it's it's one of about six games available to me to play. However, I was expecting it to 
to be Mortal Kombat 2 plus a little bit of polish and stuff. But I didn't really connect with it as much as Mortal Kombat 2. Maybe that's nostalgia or something. Is it, is it multiple, isn't it Mortal Kombat 3? It is, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, di- I didn't like it as much as Mortal Kombat 2. But isn't Ultimate Mortal Kombat different from Mortal Kombat 3, but it's still basically the same game? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I think it's... I don't know what it is. I think there's definitely more characters. Yeah. It's got a bit more of... They've really tried to get those th- the, the characters looking more 3D. They've yeah. done some more 3D modelling, my favourite kind of modelling. Uh, but I feel like that's made it look quite dated, more than the older yeah. game, which is strange. Well, the thing is that we obviously covered this quite a lot in the episode M, and I was thinking, do we even... Do we even allow this one? I don't think we should. Because I also <sighs> played this game. Yeah. And it's brilliant, of course. It's I'll play I'll play any Mortal Kombat game from from that era. Yeah. They're all great. But can it really get can it really double dip? I mean it is exactly the same game with a slightly different That's a good point, no double dipping. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Like we didn't right. even allow two Mortal Kombat's within the M episode. Although I was also thinking, perhaps we've been a bit harsh in the past, maybe instead of having to pick one game, you could have like the whole series. So in M, wherever Mortal Kombat finished, it could be, okay, Mortal Kombat 1 slash 2 slash 3 slash Ultimate and bundle them all up together. I mean, it's a bit late now. Well, that, I think I, I think, think I like your first idea. Maybe ungraded, disqualified. Another one of my games, <laughs> unpicked. Mine too. Then so, that's that's probably you know the one I enjoy playing the most. But I'm like ah, can't yeah. can't give it to you. Um, Urban Strike uh, is another game. It's d- different enough, I suppose, but yeah. similar enough. Uh, it's probably like. Came, it's the last one of the series, so it's a bit more polished. You can land your helicopter and you run across and get in a bigger helicopter with different weapons. Yeah. Uh, so it's more of the same goodness. I think if you like it, you'll like this. If you didn't like the first two, you won't like that. Um, exactly. That's basically what I've got too. Um, another one of those strike games. <laughs> this one is urban. That's, uh, that's about and it. then. Which uh, um, where which strike would you make? Obviously, I would probably got jungle strike, desert strike, urban strike. Well, that's it, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I would probably say I like desert strike uh, because that's, <laughs> yeah, we've already done. Uh, you know, that's, but like that's, if, if that's, an actual place you could go, like um, like Arctic strike might be quite fun yeah an urban strike martin so talking about martin games would just be like a a striking simulator wouldn't it you know down at the fa- the factory uh a striking be, simulator What's you'd that? just be not working so rather than a job <laughs> like where you pack <laughs> okay. stuff like a factory simulator where you're packing stuff yeah you would just be not working yeah you would be stood outside That'd be great. You know, whenever you do these sim games, it's always you have got to try and avoid your your workers or whatever from striking. Imagine if it was the other way round. 
You're actually telling your employers. I yeah, you're you're not today. the you're not the man. You're not the machine. You're you're the workforce. And oh, you're but then striking. you have. It could be a strategy game because you have to like. Do you take the deal? Do you take the pay deal? Or do you yeah. strike? And oh, because it could be. because we've got all this new tech now, it could be combined with a Sim City or Rome or whatever type game, and you could be playing at the same time that someone else is trying to build their empire. You're trying to bring it down with strikes yeah. and uh, and civil disobedience and um, yeah, and they all that. they might other people playing Urban Strike might not be striking. They might be going into their work the same job, and you're True. then having to. It could then be a beat 'em up game where you then have to like stop the people coming in <laughs> to work. <laughs> the scabs. <laughs> oh, very politically. Uh, you know, it's a serious topic, Martin. We shouldn't be making light of the right to strike. And um, well, we're not. But it would be a fun game. Be a great game. But GTA no, exists, and that's beating people up and stealing cars. That's much worse. So, this, actually, this would be spreading good ideas about you know um, means of production and all that kind of thing. And, and yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I like it. Urban strike. So maybe Urban Strike tops the list of, of our games then. Yeah. There's a weird game that looks like a, uh, an old game, and I'll, I'll maybe bump it up. It's like Snake on the uh, on the phone. Yeah. But like an arcadey version of that with tr- like Snake mixed with Tron. Um, but and one of those addictive sort of arcadey games. It's called yeah. Ultimate Quicks. Ultimate Q I X. Um, and maybe if we're cancelling loads of things, that's that's something else I can offer before my final game, which is Uncharted Waters 2, New Horizons. Aha. Phew, thank goodness we bumped this from the end You know what? To... <laughs> I couldn't, because I, I couldn't remember how we'd settled that, and I had to go and listen back to the episode and find out like whether it. we decided to keep it or not so i'm glad i'm glad that we bumped that but i must say i'm the one who lobbied for it to be uh oh no wait no i wasn't you were thank you oh i was did i disagree i can't remember now no one knows the difference between us anyway martin again yeah. we're in this together <laughs> you can't be all righteous with the other <laughs> one because we're 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 um contaminating each other with yeah. everything that we do that's right. It was used. Yeah. Okay. Go on. So I Uncharted your... Waters. Yeah. Uh, there's two games. There is an Uncharted Waters one. Uh, it's a little bit more primitive. Uncharted Waters two though is, I mean, it's an adventure, sort of strategy, a bit RPG and a bit piratey. Uh, yeah. What someone someone else described it as a sailing simulator. I wouldn't go that far, maybe, but. Uh, you get the picture. It's a mixture of, of of all these things. You recruit a crew, you travel the world, trade goods, fight pirates, uh, or you've got the option to just do whatever you want. You can yeah. you can just choose not to do anything, which is probably the best bit because it's not many games allow you to just be a bit naughty if you want to and mess around with the game. You just give me an idea for a, an, another Martin game, and that would be plain sailing. Um, and it's a sailing simulator. Um, yes. But you can't mod your sails. They have to be plain, plain yeah. uh, beige. 
sailing boat and the idea is to just keep sailing straight and uh, maybe you unlock a game where you're just coasting through life like a sims game uh, yeah like you know those boxing games you used to get where if you punch too quickly your energy yeah. goes down you know it'd be a bit like that don't work too hard yeah it's like just options. enough do you want to finish that report or do you want to play solitaire <laughs> and you have to make sure that do the right amount to not get fired from your easy job but to not punch yourself out yeah exactly plain sailing i mean wouldn't couldn't plain sailing be you know that you, you literally just have almost you're marooned on your boat and it's it's very basic and you have to get out of there uh, oh no no that's good there's no destination <laughs> it's just open water forever well you don't know you don't know <laughs> Is that what it would be? That there'd be no, there would never be any land, and it would turn out you're in a parallel universe. Yeah, where we're, people are just born on sailboats. Yeah, like uh, it, from you, the sky. It could be like Waterworld, <laughs> where there's a dream that you'll find dry land one day, but there actually isn't any in the game. Oh, that'd be so cool. But someone would map every, every, uh, every kilometer of the world. Just to know, oh, there's no land on there at all. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a year does. to find that out. That sounds like a quite boring game. Yeah. Relaxing. There'd, if if it was back in the old days, though, there'd be a kid at school that said he found land, wouldn't there? There would be, yeah. Oh, yeah, I found the land. Yeah. Right. And there's a part that's windy as well. Nope, there's no wind. <laughs> <laughs> Just a gentle breeze. Oh, Martin. But but I'll tell you what isn't plain sailing. Uncharted Waters 2. Yeah. You know, you've got 120 ports. You've got an RPG-style battle system or a duel system, like, you know, like an old-fashioned 1v1 duel. Yeah. Like a swashbuckling. Uh, you can gamble. The weather plays a part. Uh, there's about six different characters you can be yeah there's so much stuff going on for what is basically three megabytes of game well i just got to add something um because i okay. obviously played the, the snes version um there's a mm -hmm. contemporary review that that said the snes port is superior because the um the game uses the snes sound chip and used quote, high-quality instrument samples. Now, I have a feeling that might have aged, that statement of high quality. But uh, there you go, just putting it out there for the SNES. It's uh, deemed so superior because of the... Uh, antagonistic. The music. I suppose it's it's probably better for the longer... You know, if you're... You've got to put some hours in. It's RPG-style hours you've got to put in this game. Like, I think you need to find, of the 120 ports, if you're going to be a merchant, you have to find which all the ports sell things at different prices. So yeah. you've got to buy low, sell high, you know. it's um, So that nice, softer SNES music would probably be more beneficial than making your ears bleed. I've also got um, a little excerpt from a, a review from GamePro. This was actually reviewing your version, the Genesis version, but I think it applies equally. Okay. Um, 
Get slagging you. off a bit. I think a bit harsh, but I do like to quote. Um, if you have an interest in four-mastered voyages of European discovery, you could read a history book or play this game. The excitement levels are about the same. <laughs> so uh, there you That's go. my kind of guy because he just he just says, "Oh, uh, read a history book." Yeah, uh, and that comes from someone who's uh, who. Ha- <laughs> who it's obviously thinks that they exist a book like a history book yeah. have you not read a history book <laughs> i'll read a history book you'll know all about history People do say that don't they <laughs> read a history book sometime oh that's yeah. made it into the history books yeah they should make that maybe that could be another martyr game the history book uh, it could be just a, a christmas like a toilet book yeah the, his, the martin and martin <laughs> that's another martyr game book. toilet book uh, just uh <laughs> It's just a collection of toilets, and you can scroll through them and see them in 16-bit graphics. No, Toilet Book, the Martin game, is where we run a book of of the timetable of the toilet in a busy uh, steam train station, and you have to book <laughs> ahead to use the toilet. And we use an old-fashioned, handwritten uh, book that we, we keep it in. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just about maintaining that business. Yeah. Effectively. <laughs> oh, no. We've got another a leak in uh, Waterloo. Oh, that's good. Get, get all the 20 Ps and see if that's enough. It'd be like the worst version of Theme Park. It would be. <laughs> we've, we've gone up for posher toilet paper, but we're now charging 50p per entry. Oh, no, people aren't happy about that. And now they've started going on the train tracks. <laughs> people have realised there's no water connected to this toilet. So now you've got to hire new cleaners. Ah, <laughs> oh, failed. Oh, oh, well, I think that, that, that takes us to the end of Uncharted. That would be a better name for it, actually, Uncharted Waters. <laughs> The toilet book. <laughs> yeah. The toilet history book. Anyway, um, so that I think is there was a couple of rubbish games, but I'm not going to go into them. Yeah. Uh, because uh, what's the point? Apart from the fact, Ultraman, which is a program that we used to really like, had probably one of the worst games um, ah, available. You're just stepping all over my. Oh, my dumps. Martin, they might be different versions. No. I don't think so. It might be. Because... Uh, well, just cut that bit. No, no, it's fine. Are, are, are you otherwise finished? I'm done. Okay. I'm done in here. Toilet book. Uh, and right on log. schedule. <laughs> oh, wait. Log Logging book. Surely out. that's the better name. <laughs> yes, it is. Log book. Captain's log. Captain's log. You're in a boat uh, that's sailing... A plain sailing boat... Uh, the only, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In each level, you have a bigger plane sailing boat with equally a small toilet, yeah. and you're the other, you're the, the toilet boy. Yeah, it's, those are important yeah. logistics on a boat. You know, the, the working toilet. Yeah. It's important. Right, I'll hand over to you, Martin. Oh, thank you very much. Well, um, has a lot of overlap. I guess you just mentioned Ultraman, so I'll get that out of the way. That was going to make my stinky dump. Um, I thought the kind of music was a little bit cool, but the sound effects were really annoying. And another thing that I thought was a big trick that would have tricked me at the time 
yeah. is it kind of looks nice in the stills maybe you know you see the stills yeah. of the game you know oh oh yeah that might be quite good and it's really rubbish yeah. so um yeah that would have that would have been annoying you yeah. might have thought. i was excited to see it yeah uh and then really disappointed to play it well that's good that i got the rubbish game out of the way because i actually quite enjoy it you know i feel like we're on the home straight now and i'm just having a bit of a yeah. saunter home mm -hmm. and enjoying all the games even the rubbish ones yeah i enjoyed them yeah yeah we've got time to enjoy the rubbish games yeah exactly when you this haven't time. got to get through you 50 rubbish force games. them onto the list yeah <laughs> it's quite fun uh okay next up un squadron which is a, a side-scrolling mm. shooter and I don't really like these types of games, as you probably know, Martin. So when I do like one, Amen. I think this one must be all right. Um, the music's good and it's pretty playable. So that's lovely. UN Squadron. I liked. Check it out. I liked. The, it's got that cap. You know that all the backgrounds in Street Fighter. Mm. It's got that sort of Capcom magic yeah. about the graphics. It's it's more. You're more invested into the like. You see the pilot setting off before the shooter starts and that made me feel like oh that's me yeah oh, i look pretty cool the music as well so there's also a bit yeah that sort of capcom-y almost guile theme kind of stuff uh yeah tick i liked it tick okay you covered uncharted <laughs> waters um urban strike yeah we've done that oh my goodness this is going to be a very very quick which everyone's going to be happy about. Like, I'm literally going to be done now because you've done Urban Strike, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, I did notice that that should be an M game. And then we've had a U game, Uncharted Waters, that could have been an M game. So there's a bit of U-M crossover. No. Huh? Not Uncharted Waters, is it? What? Hey? It's not what? <laughs> Uncharted Waters. What are you talking about? No. It was going to be an M, wasn't it? Uh, no, because it was New Horizons. Oh, N. Yeah. N, yeah. No, you're right. Mew, Mew Horizons. You can calm down. It could be a cat-based game. Okay, we're coming up with too many rubbish <laughs> games. But yeah, Mew Horizons, a new game from the Martins. Um, so, I guess, final game... Yeah. Uh, Uni Rally, aka Uni Races in America, which again mm -hmm. I think maybe the Americans Tell got a more. better better title there. Uni Rally, don't really know what that that w was supposed to mean. Uh, so Martin, uh, have yes. you seen The Fly, the movie The Fly? Yes. So you know the teleporter machine thing on that. Yeah. So just imagine that Sonic the Hedgehog and a bicycle have been put in that teleporter. Yeah. You've now got Uni Rally. Sort of half a bike. And it's very fast and cool with cool levels. So a unicycle? Yeah. Unicycle is half a bike. <laughs> uh, cool. I don't know why it's a unicycle. It's a strange, strange character design, I guess, but it's great. It's quite pretty wacky. Pretty wacky. Idea. But it's... Uh... Should I, should I tell you something interesting? Because I remember this being a fairly popular game, although I never played it back in the day, but it was always... Oh, I'd, I'd never heard of it. Oh, really? 
Hmm. Ah. I've got a bit of an interesting uh, fact about it. After the game's release, they were sued by Pixar for allegedly copying the unicycle design and concept from a short film called Red's Dream. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, I've seen that. There's seen a the lot of anger from the developers after the after because they lost the case so they they did get sued successfully for that oh, and a couple man. of quotes from developers um one of them said the problem with pixar was that they seemed to think that any computer generated unicycle was owned by them um yeah another developer said uh they took footage from their film and compared it to uni rally and of course, the unicycles were virtually the same. It's not a big surprise, as there's not a lot of ways you can bring life to a unicycle without looking like the one Pixar did. And then he finishes by saying, the judge, being the moron that he was, agreed. So strong words. Oh, see, what I quite liked about that is that the first two comments were a bit Martin-like. They were quite, oh, you've lost loads of money, been sued and had to change the game. Yeah. You're holding it together quite well. <laughs> just lose it in the last. What a moron! <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. That's quite nice. But yeah. the the lawsuit ultimately, this is why you haven't heard of Uni Rally because it was a, a very well made game and it's fun. Um, the deal was that they couldn't make any more carts, and so they only sold the original run that they made even though they sold out. Ah, oh, no way. And That's so hard. No sequels as well, because there could have been a whole suite of Unirala games. Ah, um, oh, they probably got uh, censored, didn't they? It's such a charming... Uh, I, I would not have put the, the two together either. Um, what they should have done is just license the game. Exactly. Shouldn't they? They should, they should have come some deal, because it... It still still sold well despite, yeah. And they always do those like side games that are nothing to do with the film, but just have a character in them. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's quite sad. That's a that's another ungraded then, isn't it, Martin? Really? I mean, not for this purpose, but it's a, yeah, it's a it it follows tricky, the uh, tricky uh, letter. So that's actually tricky. it. That's um. I haven't really added much to yours. A couple of games I've added, and that's basically it. So, well, I think those two, the last two you've mentioned, US, UN Squadron, and Uni Rally, um, are definitely games that people should check out and should be making our list. Yeah. But um, I suppose we need to officially talk about them. Yeah, we need <laughs> to talk about Uni Rally, Uni Races. Actually, I know maybe Uni Rally is a better name. Uni Races. Hmm. Anyway, that's it. Well, all we need to do is do a little whittling. Um, strong picks this week, probably Uncharted Waters New Horizons. Agreed. Uni Rally slash Uni Races. Agreed. What else are we going for? UN Squadron. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, oh, we've got to have an undead line. People have just got to see that. Yeah. Um, and that's four. So, 
Um, probably Urban Strike. I think it has to be that, because although someone might be annoyed at this, which I just can't allow Ultimate Mortal Kombat in that list. It's just... It, that would be getting yeah. in on a on a technicality. It's a Mortal yeah. Kombat game. Well, in, t- in Mortal Kombat, I thought the jump from Mortal Kombat 2 to Ultimate 3, um, the jump from the other Urban Strikes to, to Urban Strike, you can fly a different helicopter. <laughs> so yeah. I thought that was like, whoa, that's a massive change, man. So for that reason alone, I think we should bump in uh, Urban Strike. And I'll add in another reason too, despite the fact that we have talked about Desert Strike and Jungle Strike, um, neither of them have actually made our top five before. So oh. um, I think that's a fair enough rule that it's not double dipping if you haven't actually double dipped. They've tried several times. They finally got in. Ah, oh, well done. So well done. Urban Strike is the representation for all the strike the strikes. Okay, so we've got five. Lovely. Now we just need a winner. Ooh. That's a tricky one. That is tricky. I feel like Um, the ones I mentioned already maybe have the edge, Uni Rally and Uncharted Waters as a top two, but it depends on how much you liked UN Squadron or Undeadline. I did quite like it, but I thought maybe there's more fun to be had. On. I did find the the shooter. It still ultimately was a shooter and a bit tricky for me. Yeah. Um, it did have some cool stuff going on the weapons, which I couldn't quite figure out. But let's go. Yeah, let's keep the top two as Uni Rally, Uncharted Waters, Two New Horizons. All right. Um, but what are we going to pick? Maybe we've got to go piratey. Yeah, you're going to go Uncharted Waters. Yeah, I think so. But what do you think, so? I might personally have gone Uni Rally, but I have a bit of a bit of a bias for platformy games. So if you want to go Uncharted Waters, I will I'll give you that vote this week. Alright, let's do it. Okay. Uncharted Waters, congratulations. You Uncharted Waters two, Martin. Yeah, New Horizons. Uncharted Waters two. You enter this week's Hall of Game. Hall of Game. Which means Uni Rally, you are the runner-up. Hey. Great games. Well done. Oh, will they, will they, will they as the, the Uni Rally developers, be really sore that they finished runner-up? <laughs> yeah, they'll say. It's a chance to get recognised and publicised. We would have finished number one, but because the Martins are a couple of morons, <laughs> they put us as the runner-up. I suppose we are. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, maybe but... you should have come up with a character that wasn't owned by Pixar. <laughs> Might be winning. I'd like to see their next game, an Angle Poise Lamp platformer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's um, that's a journey through the U's. Yeah. And uh, enjoyable. Unfulfilling. I think. No, it was. It was. It was uh, un, 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 unsurprising. 
They're all quite negative words, the unwords, aren't they? I'm trying to think of a positive. Unbad. Uh, It was a fairly unbad unbad. week. Well, that um, leaves me with just one thing to say, Martin. Thanks for getting up so early. Oh, thanks for staying up so late. I tell you, Martin, that that phrase reminds me of of that film with uh, the guy that looks like um, Axe Battler from Goblins. (laughs) 